0: I present this gift to you, a gift is from my heart, and I present this love so true, and love is from the start, and I present this gift for
1: you. You're listening to In Person, Out Loud, whole truths and hidden stories from minority communities and the disenfranchised. Well, Gary, uh, what do you think?
2: Ooh, here we are. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I would say, who knew that we would be doing um, election coverage yeah. uh, rather than post-election, kind of a post-election breakdown. That was the plan.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> well, um, let's introduce our guest, uh, Imari Stout. Thank you for joining us, Imari. Thank
4: you for having me. Uh,
1: we appreciate it. Um yeah (laughs) what a shit show oh
2: god yeah (laughs) this is like the longest attack on the death star i've ever seen that is the
1: that's a that's the best way to put it i've heard yet so the longest attack on the death star I've ever seen with
2: not without the like ventilation shaft.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's no uh the exhaust
2: for it or I don't know what it's
1: called. <laughs> you know exactly what it's called. Don't don't even pretend. I know. I
2: should actually. Right.
1: So, um, uh, Amari, I see you're looking into your computer there. Are you do you know where we are or are you
4: I feel like we haven't moved at all since yeah. last night. And I I expected it to be different, um, but I wonder if the reason there's no updates is because uh, perhaps they're trying to protect
2: yeah. oh.
4: themselves from a Trump train coming in and being yeah. like, stop counting, or, you know. Or
2: even him... Trump himself coming in and be like don't do that
4: don't do that much like who cares you know like I wouldn't care I think we need to get to this point where it's like our like how long do we let him just flail around and do whatever he
1: wants so I have heard so I've heard that um, I heard um, CBS or NBC or something say um we're a, we're a divided states of America in our voting systems or something of that nature. Um, like, and uh, meaning there's latitude um, in how they count the votes and how we do all this or something like that. And I think it's Nevada or something like that that is, um, that w- does it a different way or, you know, like there's there's all different different kinds of of uh ways that that votes are counted and and i i don't know which 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 state has the most like crazy way of doing it at this point but uh yeah. mm-hmm. who's the most behind
4: um as far as counting yeah probably pennsylvania well I, I imagine that that will take the longest
2: yeah um that seems to be the big key state
4: yeah, and that in Nevada, uh, which will probably take a while. And then I feel like Georgia, it looks like they're close. It's like North Carolina is not too far.
1: Oh, okay. Um, well, so uh, the whole idea behind this whole show was to kind of do a post-mortem of the past four years. Oh. But... <laughs> 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 but yeah, I don't know if that's gonna, you know, um, there's do a post mortem of the past four years and then look ahead to the next four. Um, but I don't oh. know, you know, I don't know if that's that's what we're gonna do. So Amari, we met whenever we um, we met as event marshals. Uh, Kylie and I were event marshals for a few of the Black Lives Matter protests. Yes,
4: um, all of them. <laughs>
1: I, so we we were um, uh, we went out and we were event marshals and you know I just shared this on my, on my Facebook page and I, I'm not super active on Facebook Gary and I share a similar philosophy on Facebook it's and a that snake it is, pit right unless is, you're oh, selling stuff Totally garbage absolutely
3: yeah it's,
1: it's total it's garbage uh, you know for a long I've been thinking about getting a TikTok for the longest time no, I thought <clears throat> I don't know like why are you looking at me like that <laughs> for the longest time I thought oh, okay now look <laughs> I'm going to say this, I'm going to say this, and you're going to give me a look, okay? For the longest time, I thought, oh, I don't know, China. Now, look, I I lived in Taiwan for a year, and okay, now we have, in this country, we have, uh, and it's like this in every country, in this country, we have politics that divide us, right? We have abortion, we have gun politics, we have... Uh, gay, we had gay rights. We had all these, uh, you know, we have politics that is just this way. Or the litmus test, right? right? Politics over there, it's different, right? You can talk about those things, and it's abortion, and like this. That is not what divides them. They don't care either way. Right. You know, gun rights, there's no gun right argument over there. And everybody's, <laughs> they have forced conscription. You know, that that's right. not something to discuss. What divides them is China what side of the China debate are you on? Are you... Because that is what started their country was their, you know, separation from China because China still says they're China. Taiwan says, we're not China, we're Taiwan, right? Um And in fact, they can't even go to the Olympics as China. They go to the Olympics as Chinese Taipei. Hmm. Um And so that's the whole thing. And the the um whenever i moved over there the young hip president woman president tsai ing and and in fa- and actually really all the young kind of progressive group of folks over there um they uh were really part of the dpp party which was against going back with China. Because, and and like, the, I don't know. There's not many things, there's pretty much, m- so anyway, that that was my whole thing. When I, fir- when I first, when TikTok first came out, I was like, oh, I don't know. But pr- pretty quickly I thought, wait a second, Facebook has every piece of information that I have ever, it is everything. <laughs> Yeah. like literally everything and and the american and like you, you think about the cambridge analytica thing you, have you ever seen the great hack on on Mm-mm. on netflix no i haven't i want to see it though it's terrifying it is absolutely terrifying
4: oh wait Maybe I have seen this. Where it's, they basically tell you, yes, every all of those conspiracy theories are true. Well, Someone is watching your every move no, on no. Instagram. Okay, no, that's, <laughs> that's
1: the social dilemma, I oh, think. Yeah, that's okay, the okay, social that's cool. dilemma. Yeah. The great hack is basically how Donald Trump got elected through oh. Facebook
3: yeah.
1: bullshittery, basically. Yeah. Okay. through So... <laughs> Through influence campaigns, yeah. through you know the crooked Hillary, through all that, right? It, it, Cambridge Analytica was a company. That sent out like Harry Potter quizzes and all this little innocuous <laughs> BS. Yeah, right. So you take what it. House are you in? Exactly. Yeah. What but, Star
2: Wars character are you, man? Right. I keep going to Star Wars references. I'm sorry, <laughs> okay.
1: but but the thing is, is whenever you take those and you're like, oh, do you agree to whatever? Sell the soul, sell your soul to the devil? <laughs> sure. I, I really want to know if I'm a Hufflepuff, right? But when you click that not only did it allow you to like collect all this information all your facebook profile information apparently it's something about it allowed them to collect demographic and psychographic data on your friends and stuff so basically cambridge analytica went to various campaigns and they didn't care if it was democrat republican they don't care um they went to first it was the cruz ted cruz campaign this is how he beat bedo o'rourke um and they said hey we've got all this demographic psychographic campaign and it and so it wasn't just demographic it wasn't just how old are you well just age sex location right it was right. it was how do you think how do you feel what are you afraid of you know uh immigrants muslims you know, like, mm-hmm. what do you? What are your fears? What are your hopes? What are your dreams? And they said we have like five thousand data points on over on on a, a millions, thousands, thousands of Americans, and then they, Jesus. the Cruz campaign bought it. They won. Somehow the Trump campaign found this Cambridge Analytica folks, and and they used that same kind of tactic, and that's where you got you know the crooked hillary stuff they they took that data and then they built a creative team mm-hmm. to go out and disseminate to create and disseminate all these memes and stuff that came
2: oh. essentially it's turning flash fiction into the news <clears throat> is what it's doing
1: right <laughs> uh, yeah To to just kind of and that's where your grandma got all those bullshit memes from. Yeah. You know, they're not your, probably not your grandmas. <laughs> yeah. My, yeah, <laughs> me and Kylie's grandma. <laughs> No. <laughs> anyway, um, now that I've officially pissed off all my uh, everybody on my Facebook, all the
2: grandmas out there, <laughs> <laughs> right. we are coming for you. <laughs>
1: But uh, anyway, yeah, The Great Hack, it's very disturbing. It's on Netflix. Is, yeah, okay. yeah. It's really it's really eerie. Um, all this from me thinking about getting a TikTok. <laughs> right. <laughs>
2: well, that's why like on YouTube and stuff where, you know, I still to this day get asked like, oh, what are these things you like? And I always select none of the above and it mm-hmm. just keeps throwing stuff at me until it sticks on the wall and it never does because I don't tell... YouTube what I like and Facebook has like it kind of struggles with me too because I won't like something for a long time it's like I kind of have this formula on how to confuse it Mm
1: -hmm. and
2: kind of get past those things I mean they're still going to catch something you know but it's not the stuff that I really really want them to catch. You know, there's some things you just can't dodge. Like Google has your card information and there's things you have to pay. And they make it more convenient. So you're like, yeah, I'll do it because it's convenient. But um, being, I think just the super important stuff is the stuff that I want to dodge, you know, because even my YouTube, I'll go to my channel. One minute I'm getting a, a pro Biden ad, the next I'm getting a pro Trump ad. And I'm like, I don't like this asshole. Why? It's like, just show me the Biden era stuff. But um, it doesn't know. Because I won't interact. Yeah, I, I won't let it know what I like.
4: Oh, it so. knows me well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
4: get away from it.
1: <laughs> I think at one point, and this must, this is probably, I was doing the Artist Empowerment Collective and just some groups and things that I'm in. I know. So at one point, it it wanted me, I got an ad for running for office. Okay. But. Just some of the graphics were kind of black. Okay. Yeah. And so I like so you can actually click on the the why am I getting this ad right yeah. on Facebook? And it said because you're interested in in this and all this stuff. So Facebook, yeah. I'm pretty sure for a good while Facebook thought I was black. Right um but um uh, <clears throat> speaking of 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 being black emari black lives matter um southwest mo that group has grown like crazy
4: mm-hmm.
1: um how, uh, did that group form before or, so i call it the bridge protest
4: oh the bridge protest yeah yeah
1: um, um
4: it was about uh I don't it had formed like very quickly. Um and that whole protest came together so organically uh because there you know we were in a devastating time, we are in a devastating time still and yeah. um I think it's funny we're talking about how you know politics have weaponized social media and Facebook mm-hmm. and the technological boom, but it's also been it's a two-sided sword because it's helped us expose the things that are wrong, interact with each other, and um, search for what the real news is, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so with this, I felt like we were just in a time where, you know, Black Lives Matter is something everyone recognizes um, because it's so absolutely essential to an intersectional with every other matter even with right now, even with the election, um, you know we're we're struggling because of this whole thing with the electoral college. We always struggle because of the electoral college because it also, in and of itself, has um, racist roots, which I was educating myself on um, even more just the last two days, just because of the situation we're in and again. Um, but yeah, that group, you know, I think. Formed really organically online first, um, because there was an organizer group in Springfield. There was there was this organizer community, and I think that organizer community just woke up and like took the call, and we all it was a good time for us to all come together. Um, and since then, uh, the groups at like a little over six thousand now.
1: I felt like it stalled.
4: It used to be. When it grew, it just grew. Like immediately. Oh, yeah. It was just like edit going through and, um, you know, filtering out, vetting out the people who... Because we got a lot of people who were um, just there to be trolls and...
2: Of course.
4: And wreck havoc and uh, obviously not Black Lives (laughs) Matter allies. Um, So... We had just had our, you know, page admins filtered. Like, that was the one thing. Like, you have to filter through these people. Yeah. They have to have mutual friends or be a part of mutual groups. Or you need to check their page and see, like, what is the, you know, the are they posting they blue lists? Yeah. Because they usually hide it. It'll be, like, mm-hmm. three photos down in their, you know, profile pictures. Yeah. Uh, They'll be, like, a, you know, thin blue line flag. And I'm, like, there's no way you're mm. for Black Lives Matter. Because right. they're, they're not, you know... They yeah. are two absolutely opposing things. Um, so, but I felt like it kind of stalled. And that was the thing I was afraid of. Because as you know, in the history of um, people getting shot in the street and mm-hmm. police brutality, it's relevant for a moment and then everything gets quiet again and we get comfortable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt like that kind of happened with the <clears throat> group. I also felt like, you know, getting organized is a challenge every day. And when I say that, I mean, you know, m- keeping the organizer community in communication with each other and doing things in COVID makes it even harder sometimes. Um, but I, I kind of feel it's like we hit a roadblock of like, well, what do we do now? You know, what's next? And now this election. Yeah and And how are things gonna change? The one thing that I keep thinking of, and I think a lot of people feel this way, is, um, you know we've already we've already been through four years of Trump, and it's like we were able to survive that uh, somehow, barely. But the one thing that happened after he was elected was hate crimes like shot up
3: mm-hmm.
4: And minorities were targeted. At a higher rate than Mm. they ever have been since in his last you know four years and it's been uh i i mean i I think it's terrifying because even today when i was driving here i noticed like and we're in the midwest so this is there's already a lot of big old trucks around there (laughs) not to discriminate against anyone who has a big truck i have friends (laughs) who have big trucks but um i don't know that's you know that's the image you see when you see those big Trump trains running biden's campaign off the road, yeah,
2: and which I hope those people get prosecuted by the way for that,
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I
2: hope every single one of them go to jail for that for real
1: so so here's here's my thing i i th- I think I, I see in the world uh, 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 this this if you look back through history, I feel like you just see this back and forth between. Um, kind of a pendulum swing between left and right, and but you, there's this pr- progress, there's a progression, um, and uh, I think it all, and maybe this my my bias toward is towards uh, education, uh, educating young people, um, but of course that all takes time. Um, I I I came at all of this from a I don't, I'm not sure there's a different way to come at it, but a, from a philosophical perspective, all of this makes sense to me from that perspective. So whenever we go, we, anytime that I have had any direct interaction, and usually this is at a protest, um, anytime I've had a direct interaction with um, kind of uh, people, uh, so Blue Lives Matter, for example, mm-hmm. you can just see... That there is a a chasm of difference in philosophical understanding of the issue. So, and that's and so, for I example, I black yeah to put yeah. to put it <laughs> not, yeah. Um, so when you say black lives matter and somebody says all lives matter, that what you're experiencing is a is a just a probably a difference in a level of education, but certainly a difference in a level of understanding of philosophy. Yes, um, absolutely. You know, because they... So uh, there's this Onion video, and it's it's like... Uh, I, I could probably find the title, but it's like uh, um, A Philadelphia Steelworker Changes His Mind on Feminism After Reading eight, 800 Pages of Judith Butler or Something Like That. <laughs> and the joke is like... You know, like it's it's just a whole world of difference of understanding yeah. of philosophy. Like, yeah. you know, we're college-educated, fancy book-reading liberals, and 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 it's literally all of those things. It's yeah. it's like, and the irony is, a lot of these people worked very, very hard, back-breaking work, to put their grandchildren through fancy book-learning school. So that we could protest and tell them they're racist, or, or you know what I mean. Uh, I mean, like, uh, and uh, and then they say, well, I'm not racist, but but they don't understand. And some of them are out and out racist, mm-hmm. Yeah. But some of them don't understand that racism is a system. Yes. And then and now we're and now we're way over the head, the head. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, yeah. of course it you understand what I mean. Like-
4: yes you've said it you said it perfectly but i feel like there's another <clears throat> part to that and it's that the portion of us that does understand it completely allows that misunderstanding to go as like a oh like they just don't get it so let's let's have an art like let's have a debate with them mm-hmm. and it's like why have a debate with someone who on an issue they have no understanding of and have, have let them have any say at all I feel like at this point like we have to take responsibility for how we what we will allow in little workspaces and um, in our homes and in our neighborhoods like mm-hmm. in every area of our life to make people understand that Yes, systemic racism is a fact. It's a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this isn't like a, if you feel it, or like a, an opinion. Yeah. Or is... you're
2: being too sensitive. I've heard that one too. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <Like
4: there's>
2: no... <laughs> and and I've come very close to saying STFU, which I'm not going to say <laughs> on this show.
3: That's, that's the pro- <laughs> and see, that's the
1: problem with the Trump administration, as I see it, is that it has pushed the conversation so far beyond the pale yeah. mm-hmm. that it's it, it's it's just cranked the noise up yeah. on the right so so He's so far it's just
4: encouraged the worst parts of America. Yeah. Well, right. the
2: only thing I do like about the Trump presidency is that it exposed all these racist people, even people that I've known for years. Mm-hmm. Like all their shit had come to the surface, you know, like when you pour in something, and you know all right. that crap will float up to this. That's exactly what happened. There's, uh, there's someone that's I true. know. Um, we've been friends since 1986, and we're no longer friends anymore. Because uh, he blatantly he posted a video saying that systematic racism doesn't exist,
3: and but that you know, are, oh my you know, god, yeah.
2: So I'm just kind of like, fuck <laughs> you, you know, like you yeah. can censor that out, but <laughs> no, no,
1: no. this, is, uh, this I, is in person, out loud, yeah,
2: right. And I was just, I was just like, man, I was like, just go away. You know? But you
1: know what it is? What it is in my. And this is how I see it. Now this goes to my philosophy. Everybody has their own at their core beliefs, and uh, but to me, when I see these people, what I see is pain that has that Trump, rather than looking at because it's a lot of white poverty, a lot of poor I was about to say poverty, the poor whites, right, and rather than healing and addressing income inequality, which we could talk about all day, he has. He has, you know, rather than bandaging and healing, he has torn the stitches open. Torn the stitches open, yeah. He has, uh, you know, made it a million times worse. You know, I can't. A good metaphor isn't coming to mind, but you know, so
2: essentially he did a cartwheel of stitches.
1: (laughs) Right, and and so when these, and so when you say racism, white privilege, you know, uh, you say well fuck you i don't know any shit about white privilege you know what i mean and and uh, you know but yeah yeah
2: usually with that um, you know people who are that i can give a little bit of the doubt to if they if they'll sit down and listen I, I say um like with the whole um people the all lives matter people mm-hmm. like they just drive me up the fucking wall and it's like, yes, we. It's like we get that, but what we're trying to say is, we just want to be as valued as you are. We mm-hmm. want to be able to get pulled over and not have to worry about if we're going to get dragged out of our car, beaten, and shot. Mm-hmm. You know. And another thing, these people don't realize is like, if this were happening to your children, we would be out here doing the same thing right. for you. Right. And that's the thing that they. Don't get, or they just don't want to get it at all, mm-hmm. you know. Until it happens to them. Yeah, exactly. And then it, they're like, "Oh." Oh, this is what this is. Well, yeah, dude, that's. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and and that's why I <laughs> try to put. I try to put, um you know, make those people put themselves in my shoes or whatever. You know, that's why I say, you know, if this were happening to your children and they were getting killed by the police or whatsoever. Or whatnot, like we would be out there marching for those children too. We, Mm -hmm. you know, if that was happening to them, Mm -hmm. but it's happening to us. So we're asking for your support to help us. It doesn't mean you mean any less. We just Mm want to be as valued as you are. That's it. We don't have anything against. Well, they think it's like an anti-white thing too, which that just blows my mind. Right. You know, it's like how is that? anti-white when there's other white people out here marching with us for mm-hmm. the same cause
4: well right. I mean, when you're a white supremacist <laughs> everything else is anti-white
2: yeah oh this is ridiculous but though. also
4: i feel like we're past the point of having i don't want this to get taken the wrong way but we are past the point of having those conversations with people to a degree and like mm-hmm. making that priority because at this point it's like if it, if two kids are on the playground and one's misbehaving, and we're just like, well, you know, maybe you need to just talk it out with him. It's like, no, we don't tolerate that. Yeah. You're been getting put in out,
3: Trump. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Go stand on the wall. <laughs> That's not how we run things here.
4: You're gonna sit and think about what you did and figure it out. Yes. You know what I mean? And I feel like we need to adopt that. And I I know there's this like mentality that, you know republicans don't play fair and democrats play by the rules or liberals play by the rules but um there's a little truth in that and i feel like at this point we need to like the rules that were made were not made with everyone in mind yes and mm. we are still playing yes. by those rules we still are using the electoral college we're still using a corrupt police force that yeah. is important you know, creating mass incarceration, and in essentially
2: US. we're playing Nintendo without thumbs,
1: <laughs>
4: yeah you like, right like. well <laughs>
1: <See>? <laughs> so here's I, I, I yeah yeah i I absolutely believe that there's plenty plenty of that, but it, yeah. even aside even above and beyond that, the country isn't very old, no not you
3: country.
1: know no, we're yeah.
4: like the newest country ever
1: <laughs> and you know you hear that you this is what you hear all the time, you hear well, you know. Slavery was a, a long time ago. I didn't have anything to do with that. My grandparents didn't have anything to do with that. And uh, like...
2: But it's like the psychological damage uh, of it is still there.
1: Yeah. It's like you and
2: your, your, your ancestors or your grandparents might not have anything to do with it directly or whatnot, but that damage is still there. That yeah. carries Which on. Is up up like
1: intergenerational trauma. Progress. Intergenerational trauma. Those ripple effects... Like Big. you don't understand. So, so, um, and we were talking about this earlier. So, um, I have Native American. That's that's my my heritage. You see a lot of Native Americans. That um, there's there's a lot of issues in Native American tribes. A lot of issues. There's lots of poverty. Lots of uh, addiction, alcoholism. There's a lot of issues, right? Um, and there, there's a lot of uh, even in the civil rights movement in sixties, fifties, um, uh, and sixties um the Native American tribes are so weakened that they didn't even have a voice back then and um so why am I where I am you know and where why did my family why were they where they are this is how this I see that um and me and Rebecca Polly who's in the Artist Empowerment Collective we we talked about um the fact that um be teachers uh, teaching that is a that that was an elder position right teaching oh, yeah. preachers that was an elder position and often when you look in, in families you will see teaching preaching you will see that run in families and i i i couldn't figure that out it took me a while to figure that out until i started talking to rebecca she said i said do you have fam- a lot of teachers teachers in your family she said yeah yeah i do and that goes back generations my my family I come from a line of chiefs. I, my, my, I come from a, a descendant of chiefs. I had opportunities. My my uh, great-grandfather was a chief. He had the opportunity to uh, work with the Bureau of Indian Affairs. He went and, and traveled and worked with uh, uh, different tribes. Uh, he had access and opportunity. Um, and And that's not something all Native Americans had. That's right. not something all Natives had call that fortune call that blessing call it what you want but some for some people it doesn't matter how hard you pull on those bootstraps there just ain't enough boot there yeah okay right.
4: and people fail to understand that concept
1: it's the fallacy of the meritocracy we think we'll just pull and and i was reading there's research on this you know the, the people the more money that you have the more wealthy you are the more you of course believe that you 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 just pull yourself up by, the boot, by your bootstraps yeah. that's all you need yeah. that's all you need you just need to work harder and if you if you are where you are because yeah that's what you deserve
2: that's you- funny because uh going back to us talking about uh where i had that friend post that video about systematic racism not existing and you know some, how some opportunities are halted halted for some people. Um, in that video, all the people that were saying that were rich black celebrities, <sighs> and it was like, well, of course they're gonna say that shit. One, because their handlers tell them to, you know, say that, they're so they white don't handlers. So, what's that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's like you know, it's someone telling them, "Don't say that, or you're not gonna get this movie deal and that movie deal." This Endorsement and, and their white
3: Yeah, because
2: yeah, it was. Um, uh, they they cherry picked footage from Morgan Freeman, Denzel Washington, oh, yeah. and Anthony Mackie and Little Wayne, mm-hmm. and it's just like all these guys are fucking rich, you know. It's like of course they're gonna be like, oh, this doesn't exist, you know. It's like ask, you know, ask the uh, the slave that was working in the house compared to the slave that was working in the field. You know, the one working in the house is gonna be like, oh, I don't see much of a problem, but the guy <laughs> out there getting his ass whooped. For not doing one thing right, of course he's going to be like, well, fuck yeah, this exists. You know? Yeah, right, so, right. And that's the thing that, I think that's a, a comfort blanket for a lot of people that want to deny that problem.
4: It's an American brand. I mean, we've like, if you can take that brand far back and see that the American dream has always been, this is the land of the free, equal opportunity, uh, all different types of races, this is the melting pot and Everyone's doing just fine, you know, and it's like that is what we've been sold. And all those people you've named, especially the actors, have contributed to telling those stories. Yes. And being, you know They're
2: selling the bullshit to people.
4: Yeah. And not to not to, you know, dig on actors because I, you know, support that community. But Yeah, yeah. This all ties into you know, what you're saying, they have people telling them to, to say that.
2: Exactly. Their
4: puppets have a big system so they can get paid so they can live the American Bingo. dream or whatever. Bingo.
2: You know? And then someone who is who wants to be comfortable and not think about those issues, that's the first thing they'll, they'll do is take these cherry-picked videos and post them online and be like, see, this doesn't exist. Right. You know, I essentially had to call my best friend of 30-some-odd years ago fucking idiot because he posted that and now we're not friends anymore so you know that's just how it is is, you know because I'm not you know you don't sit there and just say okay well I guess it doesn't just because someone that you like or cares about post something like that it's when they do that and then they don't look beyond that they Mm -hmm. just want to stay in their comfy little playground and play their dodgeball the way they play dodgeball right Mm -hmm. and not by the actual Rule, uh, rules of the game itself so sorry about the on that level
1: no 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 <laughs> this this is what this is for and i'm so glad that we i'm so glad that the, that we are i want things i want to say on facebook but like anytime I make a, a political poster or, or anything, it's like this long, you know. And it's because I don't want to get into a back and forth with people. I want to yeah. say what I want to say, I want to say the whole damn thing. Uh, and, and you know, I'm I'm long winded, so it's this is much more the medium. Um, well, I tell you what, we have, um, I, I don't want to uh, deprive folks of our featured musician. I've got a song here, um, You Must Build It, Gen JX. Gary, you know um, JinJX better than I do... Amaria, are you familiar? Mm-hmm. Um, Gary, why don't you intro Jinjax? Tell us a little bit about him. <laughs> well, I, I don't have like all
2: his Marvel Marvel Universe stats there, you know, okay. age, weight, and stuff. But, okay. uh, uh, very uh, talented musician. He just released two albums uh, recently. Uh, I feel horrible because I can't. Uh, one was uh, Songs for. Um,
1: so this is from Songs, Songs for, Liz. for Liz. Yeah. Right.
2: Songs for Liz, and then there's a, another one that he released. So as this well. is
1: from uh, so, uh, Narrator the narrator, yes, narrator um he just did uh the area the uh the narrator and that is an album release uh that he did uh, live at the hepcat and i heard a, a lot about it on facebook actually yeah. um and this is but this is uh, a song from songs for liz um and it is um but you you can check him out at facebook dot com slash gin dot x Pick up the album Shabazz, <laughs> and you can also visit his website at um. We'll figure that out while we're listening to the song. <laughs> and then we're going to come back and I'm going to talk. I want to talk to you guys about this research about wealth and compassion. Super interesting. Oh. I read about it earlier, but I'm going to let everybody hear this Jin JX tune. Here we go.
0: Spin. The freedom pulls my heart into the air. Full of pride, I'm loving my own skin.
1: You are listening to In Person Out Loud, and that was Jen JX, and that was from Songs with Liz. We're here with Gary Bedell and Gabriel Cassidy and guest Amari Stout. We were discussing, well, we were supposed to be discussing the election, but... uh, here we are <laughs> yeah here we are um so actually i was just gonna tune into that and see where we are so where 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 are we with that
2: by the way on a lighter note did you guys see the uh have been watching the cold openings with jim carrey playing joe biden oh on SNL? oh
4: i'm so grateful for art in this time oh
2: my god me too and
4: i've been reading comics
1: like crazy i love jim like carrey crazy. so
4: much
2: <laughs> i know
4: his makeup is perfect.
3: Oh, it's great. He's Wait, no,
2: great. I haven't.
1: You haven't Joe seen Biden? Us? Joe Biden's doing, uh, or uh, Jim Carrey's doing Joe. Yeah, oh, versus Donald.
2: No, Donald Trump, and it's hilarious. Oh, and Maya Rudolph is. Maya um, Rudolph is. Um, Harris. <laughs>
4: um, Listen, SNL stepped there, game up yeah. since Trump got elected. Oh yeah.
2: Shut up. Yeah. No.
1: Yeah. It's on YouTube too. So you mm-hmm. should go watch it. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to see that. Definitely and you can tell fun. there's some
2: parts in those skits where <laughs> they, they want to crack. They're going
1: lose it yeah that's Especially jim Carrey. so oh man oh i no i haven't seen jim carrey's Joe Biden. that oh, is so that's him. good but but i have uh, it's been a while but i've seen uh alec baldwin's uh donald trump and it's pretty it's it's good <laughs> oh yeah it's classic trump was good they, oh it's classic
4: like a movie about trump Oh yeah,
2: that guy looks just like him too.
4: Well, in some shots he does, but my dad saw that. I was like, "Dad, watch the previews of this. Let's go see it." And he was like, "Man, they should have cast Alec Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> it's like no, man. This is like a serious movie. I mean, not that he's not a serious movie actor, yeah. also, but
2: but all you'd be able to see is
1: SNL. Yeah, that's <laughs> all
4: you'd be able to see. I'm that. thinking
1: over the years of the the Which, SNL. Honestly,
4: you can't take the other guy seriously either. It's really it's actually a comical trailer. They like bring him a platter and it's like a McDonald's uh hamburger. Oh like they're
1: never eyes. gonna be able to make a serious movie uh, with I, Donald Trump. Does he eat it with a knife and fork?
4: No. <laughs> no, it's just like a clip in the preview. I haven't actually seen it, but um yeah, I just thought the whole thing was like serious and comical at the same time.
2: There was oh somebody gosh. who was on The Apprentice with him and they said that um he ate a chicken wing with a knife and fork. One chicken wing oh, God. with a knife and fork. I was like, that's kind of funny. <laughs> really? Yeah,
4: everything oh. about him is just an <laughs> anomaly. It's just it's such a strange leader.
1: I know. It's uh. weird. So um, I, I was... Uh, they were just a little over 3K votes behind. Or or Biden was just a little over three k votes behind in georgia i'm sorry in georgia so uh,
4: and it's well this might not be updated does it give you percentages on yours
1: yeah so 99 percent reporting i'm looking at you know just google's ap that's things. what
4: i was looking at but they're they've been casting like ahead.
1: <sighs> yeah okay Their
4: predictions have been a little ahead but they've been on point so yeah
2: is that know. google has Yeah, yeah, which is just what I've been looking at too. So
4: right,
2: right. You said it's not projected, or it is projected?
4: Oh, yeah, the percentages—they're out.
1: He keeps climbing up in Pennsylvania and Nevada. Trump does? No, Biden. Oh, good. So Biden keeps.
4: He's really crept up in Pennsylvania.
1: But see, Pennsylvania. So wait a second. So so the. But what's the legal situation that was that was, but but the legal situation has been kind of swept aside, or something like stop? They the dismissed campaign. it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're like,
2: no fair, that. that's not fair. <laughs> stop
1: <laughs> it, that's not Mikey fair. Get him! The Biden, the Biden, <laughs> you know,
4: oh, he's somebody... made this whole campaign off of like those crybaby, like snowflake liberals. Like, I saw a, a flag. And it was a Trump 2020 flag, and it was like making liberals cry again, or something oh, like that. I saw that. that. Like they yeah. pride themselves off of this like sick, like divided relationship of like
2: people. Yeah,
4: making people suffer. Oh. And here, you know, here we are with Trump losing, and he's just like, don't do that, don't do that, freaking out.
2: <laughs> right. You know that. You know what I love about Joe, though? He kept it really classy. He said, I think it was last night. Or the night before, he said, I don't care if you're Republican or Democrat, because after the election, we're all going to be Americans.
4: He has, to say, like, he has to say that. He has to say that. Dude is so
2: classy about it.
4: Yeah, now. and he has to be. That's He's so thing. classy like, about it. We have to be on our best behavior. He even got he even got a little bit of heat for calling him, I think he called him stupid in like the first, that, that first debate that went really bad. <laughs> <laughs> or he told him to shut up. Man, we well, sh- shut up, shut up, shut man. Up, man. <laughs> I was shut like, up, man. good, someone said it. <laughs> they should have muted his mic that first go around, you know.
1: So I was in, when I went to, I voted to the Second Baptist Church or whatever it is over here. And um, all of a sudden I hear yelling and there's this guy. I look up, he's not wearing a mask. And oh, um, these, these two or three women are getting him, dude. They're just on him man <laughs> and I'm like and I'm like what's going on and and they're like I I you know I kind of got got in on the tail end of it and and oh he was just all I heard was like don't uh, don't try to intimidate me and he like turned around and was like oh, some this little fucking hick town. This little hick town. I'm from Wisconsin. <laughs>
3: what? I don't know. I don't
1: know. All I heard was like, I'm from Wisconsin. <laughs> Why aren't you there that's now? So <laughs> I, don't I don't know. But that's I just thought it was funny. <laughs> like, <laughs> People are
2: strange. Uh, Wisconsin. <laughs> I know you um you were one to oh, yeah. talk about the um the wealth thing
1: so but, um, oh yeah
4: what
1: was this it's So and- this is I was listening to a um, a podcast earlier. Um or yeah it's a of meditation thing that I do and um it was from a neurosurgeon and oh. um so he was talking to a neuroscientist interestingly enough And the neurosurgeon was talking about compassion, but he was referencing some research uh, and I I looked it up and the Dacher Keltner is the the researcher. He is a psychologist, he's a professor of psychology at the University of California, Berkeley, Mm -hmm. uh, where he directs the Berkeley Social Interaction Lab. Uh, He's the founder of the Greater Good Science Center um, and he has done this research uh, on wealthy people, and what they did is um, they did. So, first of all, they've done studies where they measure activity in the vagus nerve, which extends from our brainstems to our brainstems to our to our abdomens. This nerve is a psychological nexus. Um, for compassion. And when it's active, most of us feel this kind of warm expansion. It's the feeling that you get whenever you're moved emotionally. And the more your vagus nerve fires, the more compassion you feel. So they've done those studies, separate studies. And then in one study when this guy, when they showed undergraduate students of different backgrounds, pictures of kids with cancer, students from lower class backgrounds had a high vagus nerve response. But but they didn't get as much response at all in upper class students, and in fact, in every study they've done, poorer people showed a stronger vagus nerve response and that's that's pretty tough proof that's you know like that's what he's saying yeah. in this conversation mm-hmm. in this article that I'm reading
4: right, but it's it's you know yeah. lack of experience yeah.
1: so yeah, so in this conversation, he says um." The, the interviewer says, but don't wealthier people need connections too? So um, their theory here is um, when you lack institutional support, right? So when you're wealthy, you have institutional support. But when you lack institutional support, when you face threats in life, the only way you survive in your environment is to connect with other people you reach out to people more you form stronger social ties you need them and they need you when you're poorer, you're helping someone you get to work if they're if you you get someone to work if their cars broke down or you look after their child while they run to the store and they're doing Mm, the same for you right Uh, humans have this wonderful ability to bond in the face of threat that's how we survive on this planet Mm -hmm. right like one human can't kill a bear but like eight of them combine bond together and be like all right dave you go over there and i'll you know, throw this in and we'll kill you that be bear bait. No. right <laughs> i'm always the bait jim <laughs> where's jim where's dave oh sorry karen uh, so that was the foundation of the theory and then they did this research um and but but like, so then the guy asked, you know, don't wealthier people need connections too? Yes, but not usually to protect them from real physical threats. Yeah. Right. Um, so if you look at upper middle class life, um, it's taking a lot of the suffering out of the environment. You know, thankfully, that's great. You know, that's yeah. good. Um, the kids don't die at the same rate as poor kids. They're pretty healthy. They live in safer neighborhoods. And then, so, of course, you take that and you compare that to race and racial you know so i think this plays into the conversation it's like oh yeah
4: truth oh yeah scientific yeah. proof that you know <laughs> this i don't know this could have a lot of different arguments but that, that it affects people psychologically and yes you.
1: yeah the, there's your
2: kids like their self-esteem your, like, and stuff
4: yeah your social um like of involvement like if you're know there's so many people who are like socially inept and don't understand concepts yeah (laughs) basic basic concepts like racism is a basic concept Mm -hmm. yeah and systemic racism is a basic concept because (laughs) you can literally draw a historical timeline of where you see this repeated over and over and over and over and over again it's not like a feeling this is like Plain yeah. and simple. Therefore.
2: So here's the it's thing like, with it's that. It's not the mothman. It's actually real. <laughs> you I, know? Yeah,
4: It's but we've allowed people to...
2: <laughs> Make it seem like it's a, a make-believe thing or you're being too sensitive or oh, that was a long time ago. You know? Yeah, then,
4: we've allowed them to have um, like say over how things go and it's not you know
1: see i i don't know i don't know if i necessarily agree with that because i i don't know if it's a basic concept because here's here's the thing and this is my philosophy and this is where we may and this is where i think i diverge with most of the world I, i most of the world is religious in one sense or another and and some religions actually would believe this there's there's Hindus who follow this philosophy, uh, some forms of Buddhism follow this philosophy. The idea that there's a, a monism, um, and also kind of the idea that f- free will doesn't exist, or in some sense or another. In in the Western world, we believe that there are two s- sides to reality. There's 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 this, right? You know, there's the natural world, and really even there's 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 you know. The, the human body there's eyes and ears and then there's something in here that is there's there's a magic inside there's a writer in here there's a soul there's something that is driving there is an ultimate uncaused cause there is something inside there that is free and uh can make choices uh un um affected from anything else, right? Um, uh, And so, therefore, everything that happens um, happens because of you and not to you, period. Um, And so, that means everything that is in your life is because of you, you know. Now, that is until it's your rich white son that is addicted to heroin right, then right. it's somebody then it's something else then it's an epidemic then it's an illness yeah exactly it's
2: an epidemic right
1: then it's a sickness <laughs> yeah right um but but you know in the east or in some eastern philosophies there's there's a different idea you know that it's it's you know uh, what is the truth what is real you know that's up for debate. I think, but of course, in in uh, the Western tradition, it's it's mixed. But even here's the here's the thing: even in you know Christianity, if you're bestowed a soul, um, you were given a soul. You didn't choose that off the rack. You know, right? That one uh so like but you know you're given free will and that's god's gift so you know it's it's now we're entering to some complex philosophy Uh, but (laughs) what i'm getting at here is that um systemic uh, when you say like systemic racism is a basic concept um you're like talking about systems and I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I guess Um. I come from a, when I see things, when, when I see these concepts, I, I like see them as part of larger philosophies or larger things, but like I said, I I come from fancy college book learning, so <laughs> I, I don't know. Well, kind of going off
2: know. of what you guys were just talking about, like religion and systematic racism, it's really funny because um. I'm not a religious person. I have um, Catholics, baptists jehovah's witnesses all kinds of stuff in my family and i will never be a christian ever because that was the religion that was weaponized against black people and even Mm -hmm. indigenous people Mm -hmm. back in the day it's like they were pretty much
3: back in the day (laughs) (laughs) yeah now yeah Yeah, sorry now
2: (laughs) well uh, yeah yeah now um uh well not as bad as back in the day but it's still being done but um, you know, when you go into a religious person's house, like, especially a black person, they always have a picture of white Jesus in their, in their home, that they were doctored into that. You know, mm-hmm. that book was weaponized against them when, in slavery. Like, you know, you're here because God puts you here. Right. This is your destiny to serve us. Mm-hmm. Um, even in um, uh, the Mormon religion, you know, if you're, you have dark skin, you're cursed. You oh know, God! Yeah. That, it's the mark of Cain. Yes, yes, or ham or something like that. <laughs> it's, yeah, some something like that. But I'm, these again, are touchy, person,
1: like these but. are touchy, unbroachable subjects. Like, yeah. and but, will, Ma- but I'll always but believe that. But let's talk about no. why that
4: is because, and this is why I say Black Lives Matter is intersectional and relevant in every single faction of society, and 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 everything that we're talking about. It's because <laughs> toxic Christianity is a lot Oof. well in the Western Whew. world. I thought
2: <laughs> <there's a hot laughs> <word. laughs> <laughs> it was happenized.
4: Well, That's a hot word. I grew up in the church. If, if people yeah. are a little offended that our church goers, well, I grew I up did, here I in
1: did church. too, yeah. Um,
4: and I still, you know, I, I. it's not to say that I've totally nixed my Christian values at all, but um, it's no secret that it was rooted as well in white supremacy yeah. and white supremacist values mm-hmm. um, and the male patriarchy it, it's rooted in all of it's all rooted in a power structure so I think one of the things that people fail to understand and maybe Gabriel's, you're right like it's an education issue was is like okay so I'll I'll draw a few lines here I was just talking to my mom about this she was like my mom is a you know faithful god-loving woman right she is so upright and like truly wonderful and genuine and very educated woman very well-rounded um understands complex (laughs) concepts unlike a lot of midwestern white women in this region (laughs) i'm only saying that because you know more women voted for trump this go-round yeah more white women, specifically, fifty-five percent of white women voted for Trump this go around so far.
1: All the Karens, not done counting
4: yet. All the Karens. <laughs> My mom has the saying: "Karens against Karens." Nice. Um, yes.
1: Is your mom saying Karen?
4: No. Oh. oh. <laughs> she's, she's, just, she's, you know, okay. she's a white woman, and um, and here we are in the Midwest, and there's Karens everywhere. Here right? I see them. Um, yeah. but she drew this this um this parallel between okay so a lot of people are republican conservative because of religion yeah. like most of them right yeah um if not all and a lot of people will vote solely republican because of yeah. abortion right this one
3: mm-hmm.
4: singular issue yeah but what people don't understand about abortion is they and and they're voting on it at a moral standpoint of like this morally upright like I don't believe in that because the way I see it is it's killing babies, right? Mm-hmm. Which we know, if you've done your research, abortion rates go down when you do very liberal democratic things, like invest in the sex education and right. resources right. and, you know, plan parenthood.
2: Science and logic? Oh Science my
4: God, my who would have thought? No, right. this is shit. Yeah. This, this is like mind blowing <laughs> things. Um,
1: Early childhood education. You know? right, yeah, right, right. Schools. But
4: They can't get over the fact that I have to vote yes for these things to be passed, for the resources and the education to be there and to fund learning about this Mm -hmm. thing that I don't like so much um, in order for abortion rights to actually go down. They go up when you restrict Mm -hmm. women's rights and when you restrict resources from people who will end up in this situation, whether you vote yes or no on that. Yeah. And you have to be a realist about that. You can't sit there and be like, because I'm, you know, because the God I worship says that's not good. Or the Bible I follow says, you know, I don't want to do this. Or my pastor says, uh, vote, you know, Trump.
2: Well, your pastor isn't living your life or our lives. And I think that's a honestly, right. I think it's a very fucking selfish thing that people do when it comes to comes to that issue it's like mm-hmm. oh you want it to be your way and screw everybody else that's it's what it's a power if, structure. But, but, but they think it's like oh i'm doing good it's like no take the fucking cape off because you're not doing good you're fucking all of us sorry i you got to bleep out every single one of these <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just like it, that's what it feels like it's mm-hmm. just like i'm high and mighty because i think this way and and you're down here because you believe in you know you're not pro-life and you're not this and that. Again, weaponizing religion against people.
4: Weaponizing <laughs> religion that people take, at, like, for face value. Like, they don't, a lot of Western Christianity does not take into account the realities of who these people are they have put in this Bible and that they're reading about. Yeah. They're not people, they're not Americans in the Bible. Yeah. There aren't white people in no. the Bible.
2: Despite all the paintings you've seen.
4: (laughs) Right. And there has to be some. Kenny
2: Loggins. I know. Yeah. Jesus does not look like Kenny Loggins, people. For the record, he does not look like Kenny Loggins. Can we just get that in writing? Okay. I'm sorry, Mark. He doesn't. And
4: it's sad. It's sad. You know, I I see, I was just um, in the store the other day um, and I saw like a nativity, like right after Halloween had happened, like a nativity. Scene. I don't know, it's like Marshalls or something, and all white except for one Kingsman was black, and I was like, "Huh, that's I quite, what is I? What am I looking at?" So-
1: Are you talking about the three wise men? You yeah, said there, was there, was only, there was only and Those were like Zoroastrian more. Persians, probably, right. likely. You know what I mean? Like, they weren't even from, like, they were... Yeah.
4: Right, they traveled. But no, everyone was like, and not just white, like pale white, like porcelain white. Like, they didn't paint the thing almost. Yeah. Which is strange. Oh. But this is where it's like, we now <sighs> need to, like, take this matter to the churches and how we view the separation of church and state, because we really don't, A... Yeah. And B, religion got it wrong, too, because it's also rooted in the same problematic system yep. that the police force is rooted in, that America's constitution is yep. rooted in. And we've done nothing to rewrite or amend these things since. Yep. We've only fought you know, through gaining privileges yep. slowly over the years and putting people in seats of authority.
2: And even that has to, it, it, we're granted permission by, you know.
4: Right. We're still, you know? here we are, still like, going God. through this electoral process, you know. And it's ridiculous. I mean, we're, how is it that we have a president that is literally telling people, stop the vote, mm-hmm. which makes no sense because you'd be losing anyway. You're losing <laughs> right now. So...
1: Well, it, it, the, the problem is, is you have a president who has stepped into an environment or has stepped into a a world that he was made for, the, yeah. a world and a role that was created for him. He was it's a reality TV...
4: Mass production America. Well, mm-hmm.
1: well, yeah, he was a reality TV star that stepped into a reality tv world you know like he was the, the the role was made for him you know like it was a match made in heaven quite frankly i remember
2: watching that show the apprentice and you know back in 2008 2009 when uh uh reality tv was really really hot mm. and um in around the time of the obama debate and stuff like that because it you know it was him and mccain And even it, it felt more like a rap battle than a presidential debate, you know, just going back and forth, back and forth. And even this Mm -hmm. time, even more so. Um, But I remember seeing this and being like, reality TV is dangerous. I was thinking that because it was like American Idol and all that stuff, the stuff where you vote. Mm -hmm. And I said, reality TV is dangerous because this is going to, I said, this is going to spill over into our politics. Yeah. All my friends laughed at me when I said that. Yeah, and now here we are. We right. have a reality TV star running our goddamn country, and it's like
1: so. So two things on the weaponized religion thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a PBS documentary. Uh, it's a series of documentaries. One's called it's called God in America, and um, it reminds me of a course I took, with Martha Finch, brilliant woman uh, at Missouri State University. Uh, it was uh, Religion in America, but this documentary one of them is about the Civil War, one, one episode's about the Civil War, and it has this just really poignant kind of scene where there's a northern kind of preacher, northern, you know, preacher, and then there's a southern kind of whatever, rebel or whatever, and it's, they're going back and forth quoting the Bible to to use it, to weaponize it for their side, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, you know, you have an abolitionist, and then you have a... Uh, whatever you know a southern confederate and they're going back and forth quoting parts of the bible that 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 justify their their side Mm -hmm. which is what you always do you know you manipulate the the book to be or the religion to to your end and i just thought Oh my God. I think I've got a video of it. You know, they go back and forth quoting little parts of the Bible that says, Oh look, you know, this is why I should be able to own people and oh, this is why you shouldn't you know, back and forth. Back and right. This is really powerful. Second, on on your point, I have said for a long time there's a my, one of my favorite philosophers, Jean Baudrillard, he's kinda kooky in his time. He was he, he died in the eighties, but um his big thing was we're moving more and more towards simulated reality oh god uh the the matrix was you know like uh. was based on this it's <laughs> based uh, some say if uh, we're
4: moving towards the matrix i'm gonna <clears throat> go get into my kickbox passing, like now i'm gonna get some cool leather jacket actually, and actually
1: like when when uh when they like in one of the first few scenes like somebody comes to, to the door and knocks and neo goes gets a gun he pulls a book down off the shelf and opens it and like there's stuff inside the book Mm -hmm. the book that the fake book that he pulls off the shelf is a jean baudrillard book like it's a simulation yes yeah it's it's like simulation and simulacrum is his is his book um he
2: says you're my own person jesus man
1: yeah so um but but his whole thing was like society is going to get more and more fake until we eventually are not going to be able to tell the difference between what is a a simulation between the real and the hyper real so you know we're already doing that with social
2: media exactly
1: why have a friend why have a friend when you can have a facebook friend you know it's so tedious it's so difficult to make an actual friend because you have the process of you know what if they don't like you and then whenever you don't want to be friends with them anymore it's yeah this is a whole awkward process well you can just oh friend oh and then unfriend so much easier you know and and it's so eventually like
2: becomes a product and not a person
1: yeah a, a, com- a commoditization well, they yeah have
4: commodity. in the eyes of Facebook commodification
2: and <clears throat> they're like action figures or something yeah you know? but you so, know
4: what it's a it's a balance man because yeah like I can see. <laughs> like i can totally see just put
1: vr me. with this yeah right? now yeah. imagine vr facebook now we're all walking it's, around it's very
4: black mirror um i love
1: black mirror by the way
4: black mirror nailed it with oh, yeah. how, like the directions we could be heading but at yes. the same time okay if we live in this and i'm just speaking with america if if we live in this like god-fearing nation where people you know run by republicans that hold these like year-old values there has to be some type of resistance to like that technological pool, and as far as dismantling society socially, even with the pandemic, mm-hmm. we've been made aware of how serious just living offline can affect you mentally and yeah. emotionally. Um So I I don't know. I think that comes down to like, yeah. I see that. I could see that happening, but also, <laughs> I don't know. I. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's well, it's it's definitely um it's definitely frightening. I had a um the, the VR thing really scares me. A, a mutual friend of ours, I don't, I don't want to, you know, put him on the spot, but he he his kids got a VR headset and he uh was trying it out and he was you know, playing it and then he said honestly gave I, I I don't know if I had a panic attack or I don't know what it was, but I took it off and then kind of like it freaked me out like I, I don't know if I was like it sounded to me like it sounded <laughs> not to me funny at all. no it sounded not to me like he was having like a panic attack. Yeah, like he, he and I've thought of that too like I thought of like <laughs> what if you put it on and like then you, you lose your mind like didn't know the different you know what i'm saying because oh well the no
4: black mirror. that's what i'm yeah. saying is it's
1: gonna get more and more real
2: well i mean in black mirror they had the contacts that were like
4: oh that, that. was so oh that yeah. like would be would have been torturous though
1: oh god imagine
4: that oh. nuts have you seen black mirror it is so good. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, no, I like no. saw the first one and I'm like, what? There's All some the that
3: are a little weird, yeah. I
2: was like,
4: I
1: don't know yeah, well see, I
2: saw that VR. episode and I was like, I'm in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> of course you did,
2: here. Of course you okay, did. So I need to
4: explain really fast why I was laughing at that story of that young child um, with the VR. The because VR. I wasn't laughing at him. I was laughing. At, it made me think of this video. <laughs> There's this video online of this guy, I think it's like a dad, putting on VR, and he's like walking on something, and he jumps into the television.
1: Oh, and he breaks the television. Breaks the television or
4: like, oh, no. Oh. Like the VR. Drink them.
2: Like Is this joke, on YouTube?
4: The, yeah, yeah, it's on something. I think oh it was on Instagram God. when I saw it, but yeah. It's I a
2: gotta see it. Well, that's a funny thing you guys are talking about, like VR, and like panic attacks and stuff, because... I'm just kind of weird. So, like, the first thing I thought of VR, I'm like, I would their costs. play with all the Survivor Tentacles Horror games of... I can on VR because I love that. So I love being scared. See,
4: that would be brilliant with, like, working out because I thought... <laughs> you oh. changed my somebody. Yes, <laughs> and they had this app. I can't even not... When I still lived in LA, I was, like, trying to make myself a friend because, you know, is so, like, fit forward. Like, you've got to, like... If you're not a runner, which I'm not, you will end up being a runner, doing something active. And I was out running and I was like, What can I do to get me myself to run? And this is when Walking Dead was like huge. Yeah. And they came out with this app where it sounded like you put it on and it like simulated this map like an actual map and then where like zombies were and it played zombie sounds as you got closer to zombies.
1: So oh, you had to nice. run like past
4: those parts. Yeah.
1: That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, well, so, um, I just realized that we have, um, we have been going for an hour and 15 minutes, guys. This has been a fantastic conversation, uh, so much for the presidential election. We are still just, wow. oh my gosh. So I'm looking at this in Georgia 99% reporting. Ninety-nine percent reporting forty-nine point four percent percentage-wise, like on here, they are dead. They're in a dead heat, two thousand oh percent off god. in Georgia.
4: Oh my god! This
1: has become election coverage, guys. This is crazy. Forty-nine point 49.4 point for Georgia right
4: now.
1: Yeah, and they're pretty.
4: Like oh almost all the ballots gosh. are in. I
1: will
2: tell you what, Mean Gina it looks crazy out there. Turn looks
1: crazy out there, dude. This is nuts. I
2: wish. I wish like what we can get fuck? John Madden to like. <laughs> He's only percent <0.8% laughs>
4: behind in Pennsylvania.
2: Oh really?
1: Forty
4: nine point eight percent for Trump in Pennsylvania, and forty nine percent for Biden.
2: wait, in Pennsylvania?
4: Yeah.
1: I wonder what it's like. Can we t- can we take collars so we can? I think we can take collars. <laughs> oh, <right.
4: laughs> you, yeah, you meant oh, yeah. You Oh, yeah. We, I, we, we, we didn't, didn't do that. I'm, yeah. see.
1: I'm just. I'm gonna try to get my. I'm trying to get my wife to call. I just want to test this function. No, oh, I'm just kidding. Fun. All right. Well, we should probably wrap this up so we can go and uh, follow this with our loved ones, and then what uh, do
3: you think's gonna
2: go. happen? <sighs> I'm going to go to the colonization of Mars with Elon Musk. That's so, what I'm going to go do.
4: No. <laughs> no. It,
2: it, 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 well, I doubt if he'll lose, but you know, if my man loses it, I'm going to Mars. Yeah, <laughs> I don't
1: know. I feel
4: like he's going to...
1: Are you not an Elon Musk f- fanboy? Didn't or- he Keyes-
4: Say some shit recently.
1: Maybe. Oh, he's saying some.
4: Got cr- him in trouble.
1: He's all uh, crazy.
2: Well, it looks like I'm not going to Mars then, Jesus. No, <laughs> like, I, swear I read, I
4: read something. Um, like literally.
2: Well, I if you're married yesterday. to someone like Grimes, of course you're gonna say some stupid shit once in a while. Yeah. No,
1: he's just a weirdo. I think yeah. he says some. I, I mean, yeah, I see that. I see. I mean, yeah, he gets some. He gets some hate. I don't know. Yeah, Let I don't me just know what that is. He I does I get think some he's bullshit.
4: I think he did say something recently, and I want to see if it'll pull up. Uh, maybe not. Oh, mm.
2: yeah. This has been a very nope. I don't know scary I... year. For real. Uh, I think he's.
4: I think Joe's gonna pull the numbers that he needs, but I think Trump's gonna do what he does and yeah. you know cry tamper yeah tamper probably. with the election just like he did last into 2016, <sighs> and you know fight tooth and nail. Is
1: this, is this your official prediction?
4: Yeah. Well, yes, well, because kind of right. if you do the math, if you do the math, he's if he wins Nevada, which I think he will.
2: Talk about Joe, right? Joe, yeah. yeah.
4: And he's coming through with Wisconsin, Michigan. I think he will pull through with Pennsylvania when all once all the votes are counted in. But I think he
3: will too, even
4: without it. Like he has all the electoral votes he needs to win.
2: Yeah, he's oh yeah. Is he, is he at 253 or 64? Which is So the-
4: on Google, it's 264. But like I said, their prediction is like a little ahead of what they report on the actual live news.
2: Okay. So it's 253. Yeah. Okay.
4: Probably. I mean, let me, I don't Stop know. Stop messing with us, Google. I-
2: <laughs> You're breaking my heart here. <laughs> it's
4: 253. Yeah. That's
2: still pretty good though.
4: No, it's great. And he's on, he's on track. Yeah. It's really just how much are we going to allow Trump to beat Trump and do his like never before accepted things for president.
1: Right. So yeah I, I, I don't know I don't know um, the last thing that I will say is that um, the most the most educated of the conservatives that I know Mm-hmm. The most educated or, or or let's and and well let's we'll say the most educated and or most intellectual. Okay. We'll say we'll always, always fall back to its lies, it's media, uh-huh. you know, distortion, it's it's all this. So what we what we've and this goes back to my Baudrillard, you know. Uh, simulation, simulacra, comment. What we are experiencing right now, and what I, and, and this will not change. Okay, this is here to stay. Is an epistemological, uh, you know, ontological attack. We are moving into a future where we are going, where we are. Con- it is, it is the future of gaslighting. It is a future of we are all going to from here on out be questioning our reality so i think it's just something we're gonna have to get used to honestly life like, is a movie pretty much yeah at this point it's what it feels like i
4: mean if trump wins again yes but if we get even the slightest bit of sense in the white house <clears throat> well
1: i think it's it and we should all go back and watch that killer mike speech it, yeah it, have you seen have oh, you seen killer it if you're you it listening now
2: people out there in internet land if you haven't heard th- I'm looking at them like they're over here <laughs> uh go check out the killer Mike speech he made after the um George floyd murder um yeah. the- he was very on point about that and yeah. I hope that like you were saying people were kind of up in arms about it and they are going to the polls and be like yeah killer Mike's right
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure. Amari, thanks for joining us. It's been a pleasure. We're gonna have to do it again. Everybody out there, I will leave you with this final Jin J X track. Make sure they go pick
2: it up too. Tell them where to get it.
1: Yeah, you gotta go check out Jin J X, and that he's on uh, Spotify. Is on Spotify. Spotify is the thing, man. Oh, I know. If you're on
4: Apple Music, get on Spotify. Yeah, I will promote that all day.
2: Oh yeah, dude! You say if you're on
1: Spotify. <laughs> oh not- yeah,
4: Spotify is like. Yeah.
1: I, I have to. Spotify is awesome. Yeah. And he's actually just it's ginjaxmusic.wordpress.com is what I'm finding, but yeah, he's on Spotify, Apple Music, but I guess don't go to. Apple he is Music out
2: there. You can find him.
4: I don't know. I just feel like <laughs> Spotify gives you more options. Yeah, it
1: does. It really yeah. does. Plus, you can hear my advertisements and my clients' advertisements. So. Right on. Okay. See you later, guys.
2: See ya.
0: I ever think of the dreams they made of I ever think of the lives they touch I wonder about all the lives we love I ever think of the lives they touch I ever think of the gifts they give us I'm thinking about all the families they my heroes a good love 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 my heroes,